Brought to you by FFD260 with your hosts, Joel and Alfredo. All right, welcome in to another episode of New Pod Order. Uh, as always, I am Joel Davis, and as always, I mean sometimes. Uh, <laughs> uh, with me is AJ Flores, and still no Nick. Uh, haven't heard from him in days. If you see or hear from him, tell him to call me. Seriously, we really miss him. Uh, He's a cold this player. is a this is a special episode, special DFS episode. We're going to go over uh, some DraftKings plays, uh, some maybe some guys we think are a good value or maybe are cash viable for Week Eight. <laughs> Fucking World Series still going on. Fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> so let's go ahead and start off with quarterback. Uh, AJ, who do you have for quarterback this week? Who do you think is a good play on DraftKings? I think that Andy Dalton's a good play this week. He's playing the Colts, and he's at home after the dis- dismal outing we saw from him last. I think he needs needs a good rebound here. He's 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 definitely cheap. He's yeah, he's only, only fifty seven hundred. Yeah, that's yeah, it's oh man, it's it's tough. I, uh, I I don't hate that play. It's definitely. Uh, definitely worthwhile in cash just because of the savings you can get to but i kind of think that for guys in that similar price range you could kind of pay up and and get somebody like i, I almost like philip rivers better at new england for 6300 I know, I know he's 600 i know he's 600 more but in new england uh, i think that game is is very likely to be high scoring um, well, if you want to go with that, I could. There is a change I can make easily to new, where I, I mean, can see to, for like running backs. But just, this this just came across. This yeah. this is just news today. Um, Dante Hightower is going to miss multiple weeks due to an injury. So, you know, the Pats are going to be without him for a little while. Going to be high scoring, I think. Then. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just saying that I think that that's going to be a shootout of 6,300. I think Philip Rivers is is much more likely. I think you can lock him in for almost 20 points right there, and he almost pays off his his salary. I mean, he's he is is much more expensive obviously than he was against Denver, and he still scored 15.3. He's almost a QB one on the year. I believe he's QB 13 in a lot of formats. So he's he's a pretty safe play in my opinion. Yeah, he definitely is. I mean, he's been putting up his numbers. If you want to go with Philip Rivers, you might as well just go to to Deshaun Watson for sixty four hundred. Yeah, he's going on the road against Seattle, but the kid's been putting up like three touchdowns a game, passing and one with his legs at least the last couple weeks, or at least two out of three out. If I'm wrong, he's been putting up at least three to four touchdowns a game. Yeah, I I like that too. I think that I mean we're almost at the point that we kind of have to recognize that Deshaun Watson is. He's a baller, dude. He's yeah. he's for real. I mean, he might might end up being a top five, top eight QB this year, and we might end up seeing him priced ahead of Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Cam Newton after this week. I mean, that's something we might really see. Now, I would be a little hesitant, obviously, to use him in cash. I, I wouldn't play him in cash. I would never play 
a quarterback against Seattle and cash. But in Seattle, it's definitely going to be a big game to, to determine how good or bad Deshaun Watson really is. But, yeah, he's he's viable every week just because he, he gets it done on the ground and with his legs. So the next, the next the, the, My last guy that I'm just looking at here would be a good play mm-hmm. is Kirk Cousins against Dallas in Washington. It could possibly be a shootout if they're going to run away with Zeke for this last week. If he's potentially not to play, that they could try to just kill him on the ground and Washington needs to, to play catch-up. So he could pay his 6400 off easily. Yeah, I think that Kirk has been underpriced almost almost every week. Um, he's he's a great value, I think, at sixty four hundred. I mean, you're you're still paying up for him at sixty four, but he's still a good value. Yeah. So if you look at the guys around him, you go down one to your Rivers, and he's averaging seventeen, where Cousins averaging twenty two, um, and you go up to Derek Carr's at sixty five hundred, or Cam Newton at sixty six, or Drew Brees at seven thousand, where he's averaging nineteen points. So I think and, you're getting good value there. It, and it does almost seem like that, that Washington Redskins offense has accepted that Chris Thompson is their best running back, and they're they're willing to use him more. And so Stockson. That could be future play with wide receivers when we get to them. Yes. Uh, my, my last quarterback, <laughs> fuck baseball, my last quarterback that I have is on the other side of the ball, the Chargers game, Tom Brady. If I'm paying up for a QB this week, I'm paying up for Tom. Um you know, I know he maybe has disappointed the last week or couple weeks or whatever, but after Casey Hayward, the Chargers don't have much at at wide receiver. I, I do think we're going to see Bosa get all up on Tom this week several times, but at the end of the day, Tom is probably going to end up throwing two to three touchdowns and just just ruining my goddamn day. So yeah, He's known for doing that. Yeah, but it, I, I just think that, you know, I don't like the term he's due or he's overdue or whatever, but Tom's viable every single week. And at 7,600, it's it's actually the cheapest he's been all season. So it's it's definitely worth if you can get to him in cash or GPPs. I, I would never I wouldn't argue against it. No, there's no arguing against the goat. Uh, moving on to running backs. Uh, there's, you know, I, I kind of started off this week, AJ, looking at running backs. You know, obviously there's only nine games. We, we're just, we are just talking about the nine game slate. Also, we probably should have prefaced with that. Uh, but we're just talking about the nine game slate. You know, the Millie Maker slate, the the uh, slate that most people play. Um, when I started off looking at it, I was like, man, there is a lot of value. And the more I delve in, the more I look at it, the more I'm, I'm doing research. I'm like, there's not a lot of value. It's it is tight this week, man, and you know I think there's a lot of trap trap plays or a lot of plays that we maybe think are good value and are going to just burn the shit out of us. Um, so so you go ahead and start off. Who do you think is good at running back? All right, so I got a couple plays. Like I was telling you earlier, is that on our other on our year long is that New Orleans can sustain two RBs. Um, so I'm looking at Mark Ingram. He can easily pay. He's been seeing a lot of touchdowns the last two weeks since Peterson's been gone. Um, Kamara's been seeing all the receiving work and been putting up yards that way. So that would be two guys to go with. Um, Ingram at 74, Kamara at 59. Um, Then from there, my other plays would be like Blunt at 51 against the awful San Fran or Smallwood with them beating down Jason Peters. That Smallwood was our best protection back, so he could possibly be the best – back over all the play there 
Um, another play yeah. that I'm saying to start in like year long, but could even be a better start here is against Indianapolis that the Cincinnati Bengals need to get something going that Joe Mixon at 4,700 could almost be a still. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that this is, this is Joe Mixon in cash week. My friend, uh, Joe Mixon is going to be maybe one of the most owned players. Maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe this is my bias. What hat, whatever. But I, I believe Mixon is at forty seven hundred, just a steal, and he's going to just smash against Indy this week. Um, and I know that I know a lot of people sharper than you or I are on it as well. But it's it's just it's it's the play, man. I mean, I, I hate 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 hate. Going in, going all in on guys I love preseason, or I'm I'm just a big fan of, but forty seven hundred with that talent against that that bad 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 just twisting the knife and Nick bad 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 Colts team. Um, I'm saying team, not defense. Just just team. Um, we'll see if he listens to the pod. <laughs> but. But yeah, I, um, I agree with you, Mixon. Another pretty good value play, I think, right in that same area, is uh, Dion Lewis at 4,600. He's um, seen a lot of work since Gillisley fumbled. Absolutely. And but, and we've seen his attempts have, have gone up every week the last four weeks, last five weeks. Um, you know, he went 13 for 76 last week. He's not getting a lot of work in the receiving game, but we know how that Pat's backfield goes. And, and it looks like Deion Lewis is, is the hot hand right now. So for 4,600, it it appears that he may actually get, get the bulk of the receiving work. And if he can get 13 to 15 attempts in the New England offense for 4,600, um, he will absolutely smash that. So it's also one of those plays that I think could be a trap play. Because right there you have James White at 4,900. Like we were talking earlier uh, on the pod before, this Chargers New England game, I think it ended up being high scoring. I just so, found the greatest lineup that I need to save while we're going <laughs> over this. I just after these talks that we were having right now, just <laughs> as we're going on. Um, yeah, it's just, but but yeah, this is this is an example I think of of there's there's really not a lot of value this week because the guys that are priced similarly, like like Blunt and Smallwood, for example, each of them, at, you know, fifty a matter of two hundred dollars. Um, is really going to make a big difference because whether or not one gets a touchdown and the other doesn't, it's really going to make or break your day. So I think it's really just a week we're going to have to pay up for running backs. It almost feels like Zeke at 9,200 is, is against Washington is the best running back on the slate. I mean, he's, his usage is insane right now. And they're just going to just gonna keep using him just, just like he is, like he's going to be suspended. And I know that, 9200 may seem like a lot, but there's no Le'Veon, obviously no DJ. Um, Shady going against Oakland to 8700 is is Kamara still. Joe's a great play though. I like Kamara and Joe. I understand, but at 9200 8700 in cash, Shady probably is is the better play. At, you know, against Oakland at Buffalo, um, it's it's probably going to end up being Shady. However, something to monitor. Melvin obviously banged up. He's limited in practice Wednesday. Um, Austin Eckler may be a great GPP play. He could end up really seeing a lot of targets, especially if Melvin goes in and gets hurt, or you know we we do kind of see a reduced workload in his snaps, 
we could see Melvin with a little bit more. <laughs> Thirty five hundred Eckler uh, could could pay off his value pretty easily for GBPs. Um, another running back that I, I agree with your Mark Ingram take. However, seventy four hundred for Mark Ingram is is getting getting about to the point now. Obviously, they play Chicago this week, who is a sneaky good run defense. But Ingram's getting a a fair amount of work in the passing game, but just the attempts are just crazy. I mean, you know, if he's getting four or five receptions, that's fine. But twenty five, twenty two attempts the last two weeks, it's yeah, seen fifty snaps. Yeah, so, so I mean that usage of seventy four hundred is pretty great. Um, right there, Devontae Freeman in that same area. Devontae is. I mean, he hasn't been getting, obviously, an incredible amount of workload, but against the Jets, I think Devontae Freeman is, is also a pretty good play. Um, yeah, I mean, the Jets have found their way at 3-4. and four. They could possibly be in this game still to where they're going to be able to do run or pass. Like, the Falcons mm-hmm. will have to do run or pass. It won't just be strictly run. But knowing us, that Sark will finally figure out that Julio's on his team and just build up a lead, and Freeman will be mm-hmm. smash mouth. Yeah, another play that uh, it's, it, that may end up biting me in the ass, but I I think I'm still pretty much pretty much riding out is Jordan Howard at New Orleans this week. Um, his usage has just been been insane. Tariq Cohen seven passes for Trub last week. Seven. Ex- exactly. I mean, you know, when when your quarterback's throwing seven times, how how do you not love Jordan Howard at 6800? Yeah. Uh. All right, I believe that's about it for our running back plays. Let's go ahead and move on to wide receiver. Uh, AJ, AJ, I'm going to tell you that right now I think one of my favorite plays on the slate, and whatever, call me crazy, it's Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan at 6,500 at the Chargers. Uh, I love Casey Hayward, and I think that obviously he's going to be on Brandon Cooks. And... Chris Hogan is just going to eat. He's going to be wide open because after Casey Hayward, it's just I don't want to talk about it. So it's it's Chris Hogan week and 6,500. Man, if if he gets 12 targets from Brady, he's just going to smash. So so I think he's a great wide receiver play. What do you think? Looking at a big stack of Andy and AJ going on with the future there, even though I've got Mixon already. Um well, that's a lot from Cincy. You're all in on yeah. Cincy, huh? Yeah, you just got to go. When you when you go in, you go balls deep. I mean, you just go all the way. You don't you don't stop. Um, I'll talk about I'll talk about my Cincy play here here soon. Okay. Um, and then I got Ted Ginn Jr. After we've talked about near long how Thomas is possibly missing this week and Sneed's back. Ted Ginn's been putting up decent back to back weeks here. He's forty seven hundred dollars against this Bears awful defense. Um, so that could be a good play. He's averaging 12 points through DK. It's um, in the dome. Yeah, it's in the dome. He's a speedster. Uh, the Bears have blown coverage before to where Austin Hooper got an 80-yard touchdown. Um, Garcon, it was another one just because they're playing Philadelphia. That that defense, the secondary is awful there. He's 6,100. He's a little cheaper than Hogan. Um, and then my other like sneaky play, not sneaky. He's seventy three hundred dollars. Is uh-huh. Keenan Allen from your Chargers? He's he might be covered by Malcolm Butler. He might not be. Who knows? That team's weird. They sometimes Butler's on the best one. Sometimes he's not. 
but Butler hasn't been that great, and Julio babied him last week. Keenan Allen is tied for second in the league with Jarvis Landry at 68 targets on the season. So, so he's going to pay his price. He's going to he's going to reward you back. I agree. However, I think that Tyra Williams is also a great play, especially in GPPs. He's a great leverage play because he's 4,800 and against New England, like we've said um, on the pod before, that I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in that game. He really hasn't done anything since week four. So recency bias, you know, he hasn't scored over five points in the last three weeks. People will be off of him. Um, And at 4,800, he's actually... You know, way more expensive. He was only four thousand, obviously against Denver because no fly zone. But forty eight hundred, I think a lot of people aren't going to want to click him just because you know they see he's only averaging eight point four fantasy points per game. But we know Tyrell Williams' ceiling is is very high, so I think he's a great GPP play. But yeah, I agree with you, Keenan Allen. Uh, I think I think Philip Rivers, Rivers, Keenan Allen combo. Um, Philip Rivers. Sorry, that was the IPAs. <laughs> Philip Rivers and Keenan Allen combo is is pretty good this week. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying, Andy and AJ, you got Philip and Keenan. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't start Drew Brees for what you're paying for him, as we talked about earlier. Um, Hogan and Tom Brady, nice little stacks you could potentially build off of. Yeah, I think another great, not great, I think another decent cash play just because it's tough this week, man. Only nine games slate. I mean, we're going to see a lot of crazy lineups, I think, this week. Um, Muhammad Sanu, he, th- there's only been one game this week. He saw less than six targets. Uh, he saw three, and that was against Buffalo. Um, other than that, he's had, you know, nine, six, six, and ten targets. He had ten targets last week against New England. Um, he's only 4,900 against the Jets, and... Uh, you know, I think that it doesn't take a whole lot for him to pay off his value. And with the amount of targets he's been getting at 4,900 in this small slate, he's a very good play against the Jets. Jamison Crowder at 4,300. He's been relatively quiet for the most part. I don't know his exact stats from last game on Monday night, but he was eating pretty well before I got to actually watch the game. Um, he was actually looking like he was wide receiver again. Um that's about the last play of wide receivers that I could tell you from this slate. It's not a great slate by any means here, um, unless you wanted to take a flyer on Deontay Thompson at $3,700. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he's going to be really highly owned in GPPs just yeah. because of – I mean, maybe maybe, maybe not. Maybe that's just me thinking because of, of what – what I saw last week and, you know, the targets or whatever, but I think he's going to be really highly on GPPs. And I mean, I will definitely own him. You know, I'm, I'm max enter a couple small dollar tournaments, nothing, nothing big, but I'll own him and in several lineups, but I'm not overly excited about it. No. Yeah. You definitely have to catch lightning in a bottle twice. Doxon's at 39, a couple dollars more. He's seen more snaps. I mean, he played, like the first half over Terrell Pryor, and then late in the game we saw Terrell Pryor against the Eagles. So they're well, lightning in a bottle play, hopefully. Well, AJ, last week was a week where we saw that it was <laughs> it was perfectly viable to play two tight ends in in cash games. The last um, couple weeks, n- now, now I, I know, but last week ended up being a bad play because Kittle was a bad play, but whatever. I don't want to talk about that. But I think it's another week where we have two cash plays and it's completely viable. Um, You know, Jordan Reed at 4,700 is 
it's crazy cheap. I know Dallas is pretty good against tight end, but Jordan Reed does not need much to return his value. I mean, you know, he just if, if he ends up, I mean, with with two touchdowns, nobody's going to be surprised. But, I would almost rather uh, take your Hunter Henry over oh, Jordan Reed, though. Oh, absolutely for the extra. 100. Absolutely, that's what I was going to say. So I, would, I would much prefer Jordan Reed in GPPs and take Hunter Henry and Austin Safarian Jenkins both in cash. Stefan Jenkins was 5K last week, and he was still a great play. He's 4,900 this week against Atlanta. Still a great play. He he might actually be the number one receiver on his team. And both him and Hunter Henry, you know, like I've said 15 other times, I think, on this pod, Chargers New England is going to be a, a more of a shootout, I think, than people imagine. You know, it could just be a lot of points. Fail, like the whole... Tampa Bay, New England thing we thought. So we could just be busting your balls here and fucking hype. I, but I disagree. Out, but. I'm telling you, fire, fire up Hunter Henry. I'm telling you, it's Hunter Henry week in cash, and you're not going to be upset about it. 4,800, it, he, he's a good play. I want George Kittle, though, this week. The Eagles, the Giants, and the Redskins are, like, the worst, absolutely the worst against tight ends, according to DraftKings points given up. Um on pro football reference. I, I just Yeah, man. I want to go back to Kittle. I really I really can't do. Can't let one down week after like two or three straight weeks kill you cuz that'd be like saying, "Oh yeah, I can't play Brait again because OJ Howard just totally overtook him," which I like OJ Howard. I don't care. He's 2900. I would even take a shot at him just because of how great Tampa is or uh, Carolina is against tight ends um, that they could lock down more or less against Bray and run two tight end sets, and OJ just has a field day again like he did last week. Yeah, I just don't see me playing OJ Howard. I mean, 2,900, I don't hate it, but I think that you're just you're just so much better off to pay up a tight end. Um, you know, we've talked about a couple couple of running back values. I think I think you can pay up a tight end, especially for what for what you have at quarterback. Um, or you could just it, smash a couple running backs with higher values or wide receivers. True. It, however, it's also perfectly viable for me to think that that Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz are going to be on the Millionaire Maker this week against San Francisco. I don't. I don't know though because Dak didn't even have that great of a week. I'm not saying Dak's the best quarterback in the league, but Zeke ate for 200 something yards. I'm saying you rather play somebody that's along the lines of those um, along the lines. Of the running backs there, like Blunt or Smallwood, take a chance on them with smaller cash play um, and use your money at wide receiver more or even uh, your quarterback and get yourself a you know a guy that's going to be steady for you. Um, San Francisco's one of the best against tight ends. I know yeah. Ertz has been the best tight end in the game through these seven weeks, but the first touchdown they gave up was to Jason Witten last week. Other than that, they didn't give up a touchdown through the first six weeks. And Ertz is actually finally priced where he should be to the point that I actually don't want to play him. You know, yeah, $7, yeah I mean, I was playing him early in the season, just laughing in DraftKings face, just winning money, but, but no more, no more. Yeah. Say no more. Uh, 16.8 points per game. You should be up there in the top plays. Uh, that's that's basically it for my my tight end plays this week. Um, do you have any any other tight end plays you'd like to talk about? No, um, just I'm 
I'm actually just smashing Kittle if I can get him. I mean, not get him, but like play him. And make <laughs> oh, him I lied. I lied. I lied. I lied to you. I lied straight to your face, Tyler Croft, my friend. That's yeah, the that's the bingo I want to play. Yeah, that's I mean, the bingo. Three K, three K, and against Indianapolis, he he is is a great great three K in that value. Other than maybe Ryan Griffin would be the only other person within that range that I would consider playing. Well, that I would even consider. Um, I mean, maybe OJ Howard, but uh, I'm not. Gonna start Kobe Fleener after you just pumped him up in the other pod at twenty nine hundred. Um, I'll have maybe like like point one percent ownership of Kobe Fleener, <laughs> like GPPs. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on if Michael Thomas goes or not. We'll, we'll see. There's a lot of news still that that will matter for uh, for some of these plays. I don't even care about defenses, but the one defense I'm playing in every league would be. Saints at Bears, or Saints versus Bears because they're in New Orleans. I, I like I, I don't I don't really like the Saints for their price thirty four hundred. I think that's way too much. Um, it it's it's way too much recency bias. I've seen the Saints be way too bad for too long, and I understand that they've been good and they've been producing the last couple weeks, but against Chicago in New Orleans. I understand that Trubisky threw what seven times last week, but but if I'm going to pay 3,400, I would just rather pay another 200 and get the Bengals, or actually, which clearly is the best defense on the slate, Eagles, San Francisco at Philly. Nope, I'm not doing it. If I'm starting, I, I think it's. Kittle, I'm not doing it. Not. not I think it's double dipping. Well, well, no, I'm not. You know, I'm not playing Eagles in, in but I'm not playing Kittle in cash. So, I'm saying for cash. Eagles are, are tough to get away from, um, but if you're if you're looking to pay down for defense, man, it's hard because this slate just just has nothing nothing. But I would I would maybe maybe go Bears at New Orleans um, if I'm if I'm paying down looking for a cheap defense. Uh, you know their run defense has been improved, but oh man, Superdome it's it's tough. I mean, this is where we're at for for defenses this week. It's just there's just Let's nothing, the nothing cheap. This lineup right here, superstar lineup: Andy Dalton, Kamara, <laughs> no, Mixon, Green, Don't Allen, do it. Ginn, Kittle, Garcon, and Saints. I hate it. You oh, it's terrible. To the max. It's terrible. Oh, okay, well you could say it's terrible. You lost all your money. No, I won. <laughs> I won it all. All right. Well, that about wraps up our uh, our first ever DSF, DSF DFS DSF, pod. Because I'm too many <laughs> IAPs in. IAPs. <laughs> that wraps up uh, the DFS pod for the day, for the evening, whatever the fuck you want to call this pod. Um, I'm Joel Davis. You can find me on Twitter at Joel D two six zero. AJ, you say you're in goddamn shit. You can find me at C H X C K E N Alfredo. Uh, you can find our long-lost pal that we haven't seen in years at Nickasaurus31, <laughs> and you can find our podcast on Twitter at NPO260. And uh, feel free to drop us a line on wherever you want on Twitter. Uh, email me, whatever. I've got all my information on Twitter uh, about what you think about the pod, what you like to hear, any suggestions we will take. So We, we almost forgot. We're giving away two and two twenty dollars tickets on Twitter yes. for retweeting on, and following FFD260 and NPO260 on Twitter. If yes. you retweet and follow both those accounts, you get a chance to win $20 in lineups to DraftKings. Yes. Yes, you do. Absolutely. So go get that. That's free money, people. You don't want to miss out on that.
Yep, you do not. So with that, go do it. Do it now. We have <laughs> till Saturday at 10 p.m. Central Time to do this. So get on it. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the new pod order presented by FFD 260.